Hello, everyone. This is Stephen Strang, and welcome to my podcast, God, Trump, and the 2020 Election, for Friday, August 21st, 2020. That's only 74 days before the most important election of our lifetime. And today I'm going to talk to you about something I've gone into in several of my books, but this one is actually originally from God, Trump, at the 2020 election, the new one, and is to talk about prophecy. And I wrote an article uh, actually several months ago that was on uh, the stream, which is associated with James Robison, and we're going to run it on Charisma News. By the way, our our uh, traffic on Charisma News has gone way up, and also my podcast, my podcast that I did yesterday with Diamond and Silk is already over 22,000, which is just an incredible number. I just thought I'd mention that, but, you know, as we come to the 2020 election, and it's just interesting with all the pundits and all the polls and everything else and all the negativity that there was actually a prophecy that prophesied in 2007 that Donald Trump would be elected for two terms. And all of us are aware that the nation is deeply divided, and the campaign season for the 2020 election is bringing that to light as never before. Most pundits would say it's between the conservatives and the liberals, maybe between the progressive left and the constitutional conservatives on the right. But everybody tends to see it in secular terms or maybe political terms. I tend to see it in spiritual terms. And, you know, the Bible talks about the fact that there are prophets. These are spiritual people who have a gift from God enabling them to tell what, what God is saying. So there have been several prophecies. I've written about this. I've talked about it. But there's one that I think kind of stands out from the others. And that was by the late Kim Clement. And you can go on YouTube and see this prophecy. You know, I'd put in Kim Clement. Uh, Clement is spelled C-L-E-M-E-N-T, Clement. And put in prophecy and put Donald Trump, and it'll probably pop up. The last time I checked, it was 1.2 million people. And he was very specific. Uh, He gave the prophecy at a service at Redding, California. And uh, he said that Trump shall be a trumpet. And he says, God says, I will put at your helm for two terms a president that will pray. Now, at the time, he didn't say much more than Trump would be a trumpet. Later on, he and others began to interpret that that, that was Donald Trump. Uh, there are a number of other people. Uh, I document them in my book, God and Donald Trump. And in my new book, I mainly focus on Kim Clement because he said that this man who would pray would be in for two terms. And I, I knew uh, Kim personally. In fact, I met him in the 1990s, so I knew that he had come here from South Africa. He had been trained as a classical pianist, and later he was a, in a rock and roll band. He didn't live a very good lifestyle at that point in his life. In fact, he overdosed on heroin And it was that crisis that caused him to accept Christ. And as he got into ministry and grew in his faith, he uh, developed a reputation as somebody who had a prophetic gift. And that's kind of how I first knew him. You know, I was interested in finding out about him. He was fairly young 
at the time, probably his late 30s. And over time, he became pretty well known. He spoke at a lot of churches. He was also on TBN quite a bit. He, he grew his hair long, maybe because he was a musician. I'm trying to remember when I met him. I think his hair was long, but it got longer. And, you know, he, would, he was a musician, so he would lead worship uh, on some kind of keyboard. And during worship, and as the Spirit of God fell in the service, it was kind of mystical, and he would start prophesying or singing. And it was in this setting that he would get these prophecies. And, you know, if you aren't a charismatic or a Pentecostal, it probably seems really weird. But, you know, I think that it's valid. And I, th- I think the whole church should embrace this kind of thing. You know, too often it doesn't happen. And so when it does happen, it seems kind of weird. So he also prophesied this, there will be a praying prophet, not a religious one. For I will fool the people, says the Lord. I will fool the people. Yes, I will, God says. The one that is chosen shall go in and we shall say, he has hot blood. But the Spirit of God says, yes, he may have hot blood, but he will bring the walls of protection on this country in a greater way, and the economy of this country shall change rapidly, says the Lord of hosts. Now, in hindsight, you know, we notice things that probably at the time they didn't notice. But, you know, talking about Trump having hot blood or that he would build walls, you know, these kinds of things stand out to us. And even the economy, it didn't say it'd be a good economy, it said it would change rapidly. And of course, we saw that it grew rapidly the first three years of Donald Trump's presidency. And then in three weeks, when COVID-19 came, most of those gains were, were lost. Thankfully, a lot of them have kind of come back. But, you know, Kim Clement also had visions. So there was a vision that he had seven years later. It was more than a year before Trump announced he would run for president. He prophesied that God had allowed a veil to be put over the nation because, quote, in darkness, faith grows. He went on to say that he found a man after his own heart, like King David, who would be singled out for the presidency of the United States. And Kim continued, I have searched for a man who would stand in the Oval Office and pray for the restoration of the fortunes of Zion. And in that setting, Zion, of course, refers to Israel. And then the prophecy went on. Watch how I will change everything, for there shall be those who are in justice and there are those who are in a strong position. And then he says parenthetically, I'm just hearing this now. In the highest court in the land, the Supreme Court, two shall step down for the embarrassment of what shall take place. But I wish to place the highest court in the land, righteousness, and they shall attempt to put others in to reach their endeavors. But God says, hear me tonight, hear me today. I have this whole thing planned out according to my will. And in the same meeting, he shared a recent vision where he saw a group of people and a man emerge from among them that he sensed God had singled out for the presidency. And then he said, and the Spirit of God said, this man will throttle the enemies of Israel. This man will throttle the enemies of the West. There are highly embarrassing moments that are about to occur for many, many politicians in this nation. There will be a shaking amongst, there will be a shaking amongst the Democrats in the upcoming elections, but it'll also be unsettling for Republicans. And then Kim said something very, very interesting. They will shout, impeach, impeach, but this will not happen. Then he asked rhetorically, 
Why is God doing this? For God said, I am dissatisfied with what emerges from both parties. And then there is a nation he showed me. He took me, itching for a new kind of war with America. They will shout, impeach, impeach, they say. But nay, this nation shall become very suddenly. But it shall not come in the time of President Obama. It shall come when this new one arises, my David, who I have set forth for this nation. And they will shout, impeach, impeach, but this will not happen. And I could go on. There's actually two prophecies. I checked them both out. When you Google the first one, I told you how to, you're going to have to search around for both of them. Maybe put in some words like Kim Clement, impeach, impeach, and I think it'll pop up. And you do need to check it out for your own. Now, here's something very interesting. Uh, Kim Clement uh, suffered a stroke in 2015. Uh, He died a year later at the age of 60. And we reported that, of course, on charismanews.com. You can find a report, ours and others, if you Google it. He died the same month that Donald Trump was elected. So there's absolutely no way that this could have been concocted earlier. And even his videos from 2007, 2008, there's a lot of videos by Kim Clement, and people had seen them. Uh, I saw some of them because I followed his ministry some. I think it's just very interesting, and I know they're listening. People probably don't believe this. or probably some listening who are angry about it. How dare God say that Donald Trump is going to be elected for two terms? Well, you know, there have been people throughout history, including in ancient Israel, who would shake their fist in God's face. And, you know, we don't say much about heresy. We say a lot in our culture about a lot of things, and there are a lot of epitaphs that are thrown around, but not heresy very often. And I think people should be careful. Now, I, because I'm a journalist and because I, you know, I try to be careful in reporting, my books are very well researched, lots of footnotes, you can check out everything. And I have been one who has reported these things, not only with Kim, but other prophets with the names like Mark Taylor and also Frank Amedia and also Lance Wallnow. Those were the ones that I focused on. There were some others as well, but I documented those. You can go and find my books. You can find all my books at stevestrangbooks.com, and also they're available many other places. And you can check it out for yourself. But I thought that with what's happening right now, it'd be interesting to focus on what Kim Clement said. He said two terms. Now, everything he prophesied has not come true. A lot of it has. I think it's rather remarkable how much has come true and how specific it was. And I just kind of throw this out there. But I'm going to go over a few of the things that he talked about. He said there would be two terms. He mentioned hot blood. He mentioned walls of protection, uh, that the economy would change rapidly, but not saying up or down. He said he would not be a praying president when he starts. He said in darkness, faith grows. And that's encouraging to all of us. He mentioned the Supreme Court. He mentioned that others were trying to put in their own endeavors. He said God had this whole thing planned out. He said he's dissatisfied with both parties. And that's encouraging to me because I am discouraged with both parties. I have been a registered Democrat. Now I'm a registered Republican. But there's a reason, and I've talked about it before. My reason is that here in Florida, 
a lot of elections are decided in the primary. In other words, a couple of people run in the primary and then nobody from the other party runs in the general election. So you can only vote in the primary where you're registered. And if you're not registered, they call you no party affiliation. And you can vote in the general elections or you can vote for the judges and things like that that are nonpartisan, but you can't vote in the primary. So the prophecy also says, once you recognize the men that I've raised up, pray. And we do need to pray. We need to really pray. As this election goes on, it becomes more and more serious. Polls for Donald Trump don't really look that good. I personally think that he's in a better position than the poll show. But, you know, the latest thing is all this stuff with the ballots and the corruption and not only the corruption, but really the potential corruption, because I guess literally the corruption hasn't happened yet. But, um, you know, if they just mail out ballots, I've talked about this before. If they just mail them out, I mean, people can take them out of mailboxes. They can counterfeit them. You know, isn't it interesting that in some of the uh, close elections, not all over the country, but in certain precincts and counties and states, that when a Republican was ahead, that suddenly all these ballots were found in boxes, in one case here in Florida, in a rental car. It's just amazing. And we have got to do everything we can to avoid this kind of corruption because the people who hate Donald Trump, in fact, I've been listening to the Democratic Convention, uh, which is online this year, uh, which everybody knows, you know, they have no, other than the far, far left agenda of AOC and Bernie Sanders, they have no agenda except to hate Donald Trump. They will stop at nothing. I really believe that. And my whole career, I've tried to be very reasonable, not say extreme things, but I just, I'm, I'm beginning to say extreme things, not because they're extreme, but unfortunately, I believe that they're true. And next week, I'll be doing some podcasts with some Christian leaders who've actually been arrested, arrested because they had church. And in the same locality, protesters and looters were not arrested. And... Um, you know, no accommodation is made in some of these places. Thank God it's not everywhere, not in the state of Florida where I live. But there's, there's not even accommodation for worship. And our, our Constitution gives us a constitutional amendment. It's the same one, the First Amendment, that gives the far-left press the freedom to say anything they want and gives the protesters, under the freedom of speech, the right to protest and you know, we're not denying the right to protest, but a lot of the protests, of course, turn into anarchy and riots and all that kind of stuff, and there's no provision to stop that, but yet there's a provision to stop churches. And so I'm beginning to talk about what we'll talk about next week. I think it's very, very important. But for today, I wanted to call attention to Kim Clement and his prophecy And we'll be doing uh, an article on charismanews.com, putting this on the Charisma Podcast Network. I appreciate everyone listening, and I want to invite you to subscribe to my free Strang Report newsletter. And all you have to do is remember this phrase, strangreportsub.com. And sub, of course, is short for subscription. And like I say, Strang has no E on the end. And also check out my books at stevestrangbooks.com. 
All of them are available. There's some special prices. And tune in to my podcast because I've decided, I'm going to have to figure out how to do this. I've decided that in specific podcasts, I will offer free books. Some that we have overstock of, uh, you know, you always end up with some in the warehouse. Uh, I'm wanting to see if I can get people to respond to go to stevestrangbooks.com. There's also a special prices. You can buy the book in bulk quantity. So as I wrap up this podcast, I want to remind you that this is the podcast that's counting off the days to election. And I talk about what's at stake for Christians if he loses. And I think it's very, very serious. So tune in again tomorrow for my next podcast. Share this with friends. Put it on social media. Let's get the word out. We have to get the word out, not only to vote, but to encourage our friends and neighbors to register to vote and then to turn out to the polls. That's very, very important. This is the most important election of our lifetime. And if we lose this one, I don't know how we will ever get it back. But electing Donald Trump is imperfect as he is, as if the other candidate is perfect. Of course, we know he isn't. And I'll talk about that in future podcasts. But as imperfect as Donald Trump is, he will protect our freedoms and make America great and The other side is very, very strong and very vicious, and we've got to be strong. This is a battle. It's a spiritual battle. The Bible says we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers. And that's what we're battling against, not individual people. And I believe that God has put it on my heart. I believe that God has spoken to people like Kim Clement. And I hope and pray that God speaks to your heart to get involved And if my podcast, if my books can be a help, that's why I did them. I am using everything at my disposal, every platform we have, to try to get out the word, to get people to vote, to get Donald Trump elected. And there are a lot of very, very important other elections. And uh, I'll talk about that later, too. But I believe that some of these far-left governors, and I'm, I'm going to be calling names. We're going to be giving specifics of what they've done. And we're going to focus on the ones who are actually up for election this time. We have to turn them out of office. There needs to be a landslide against them. And if there is, this will at least slow down the left for several election cycles. And we need that reprieve. Thank you for listening today to My God, Trump, and the 2020 election. Tune in again tomorrow. God bless you. (laughs) 